Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Here we go. Well, welcome back to another episode of Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's up? You did it again. Dude, it was like a minute and a half in. We're fine. <laughs> do you want to control this thing next time? No. Do, do you want the responsibility? Then if stop you, complaining. If you want the studio to burn down, <laughs> pass it over. <laughs> Derek forgot to hit record on one thing. At least your mic's of, back. True. Out of the five things that we have to hit record on to make an episode. so Nope, stop it again. No, I'm just kidding. Perfect. <laughs> Oh my god, you're the physical worst. I you know yeah. what I, you know what I want people to do? No, I don't want them to do this, but I wish that there was a way that we can show them segments of our conversation where I'll ask a question and you come back with beyond the most ridiculous things ever. <laughs> like what? I get so mad. Like what? All put day an, today. Put an example out. All I'm going to read them all day today. I just I can't with you. Sometimes I say stuff because I want to elicit that response, and I think about it in my head. I'm like, this is something that Mike, I would get a reaction from him on. Oh, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) So we're planning my wedding again. So in that, we have to draw power for all the things that happen at a wedding reception on private property in a different state. Yeah. So I asked if I could borrow our... Which, why does it really matter? Like, it. first of all, you're there, so why would we need it here? Exactly. So, we have an, an extension cord for the podcast that's, I don't know, 300 feet long, <laughs> and it's on like a spindle wheel. It's a mega cord. At so, first, we didn't get the spindle wheel, so we were rolling it up on our arm, and we are like, we should probably get a more efficient way to do this. It's literally 300 feet, and it takes us forever to right, wind it up. Right. So... I ask, I'm like, hey, can I bring it up to the wedding? And you're like, sure. I'm like, I need to power things. And you go, ah, I didn't think you needed it to mow the lawn. <laughs> and it's just Because you didn't, have, you didn't have to clarify, <laughs> I, I need the extension cord to power things. It's like, well, duh. What else do you use an extension cord for? That comes from growing up, dude. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you want me to tell you, but growing up, when you asked for something, you had to give a reason. Sure. In my house, so you know, so you're not wasting your parents' time, and you know, kind of the same thing as a private in the service. Like you got to give a reason for what actually just fell out of your word hole. Sure. So now it's habit, and I feel you know like twelve <laughs> when I do it with you because we're the same age. It's whatever. It's fine. Dude, so, it is snowing hard outside right now. It's April twenty second, and let this time last year it did the same thing. It did. Yeah, I saw that come up in my memories. So it, uh, yeah, it's snowing. We got three, three to four inches on the nineteenth into the twentieth, and then today it's uh, it's snowing again. So I'm pissed because normally when they do the weather stuff, they're always wrong. 
the being a weather person has to be one of the easiest jobs in the entire world because you don't have to be right ever. Right. And people are like, I mean, you can't predict the weather, but we have a dude predicting the weather. So you can be wrong all the time and no one cares. Right. Whenever they say it's going to snow, like we're going to have a huge snowstorm, nothing happens. So we got done recording that day. It was a very long day at work. It was a very long day potting because we had to do an interview that day. And I just didn't feel like doing anything. So we were supposed to get a couple... A little bit of snow. They're like three to five inches. I'm like, there's no way we're getting three to five inches in the end of April. So I left my awning up. Destroyed. The whole thing came collapsing, and we woke up the next morning. They were right. All of the poles were, like, inbound, and the entire thing just, like, ripped. Inbound. Yeah, bound inside. <laughs> so the, the awning ripped, and I just got up, and I'm like, dude... I'm thinking to myself as I'm shoveling the snow off of my awning. Like, dude, you're such an idiot. Why didn't you just do it? would have taken five seconds to do it last night. Why didn't you do it? And I'm like, ah. But luckily, we already talked about Home Depot graciously giving me two for no reason. So I have spare parts. So it's fine. It was just, it was an easy thing to learn on because it didn't cost me anything to learn on it because I have the spare parts. But it's like, all right, dude, next time maybe let's... Let's not do that. Because you're nothing but spare parts, bud. Damn right. So, yeah, in other news, um, outside of the ridiculous weather, still waiting on you, global warming. Um, This is the last time we're going to record in this space. So if you are new here for the last 25 to 30 episodes, we've been in this what you see space on YouTube. If you're not following us on YouTube, please do and subscribe. uh, Buffalo Happy Hour. So, anyways, um, we are doing a major overhaul here and i'm fired up we're gonna post pictures on obviously our instagram and our story and things like that however we're doing it Mm -hmm. so it's going to be limited content going out because it's not like we have someone just following us around right so we're um this is it a huge overhaul i don't think people understand how big of an overhaul this is going to be no no like we're building walls yeah we're We're framing indoors we're yeah. Putting a ceiling on. Building the wall. And my neighbors are paying for it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're literally building walls. We're insulating. We have a huge opening above us that the dude that I bought the house from, he decided that he wanted to extend the garage and have this be a workspace. So there was some sort of workbench and like a ton of um, outlets and everything over here. But what he wanted to do is he just basically wanted to have this space where he can work in and have all of his saws and man stuff out here. But he never insulated it because he wasn't going to do anything in the wintertime. So up there, it just is the roof. And it just goes on top of my real garage roof and nothing's insulated. So we're going to insulate the entire thing so we're not freezing like we are today and just trying to make a good time out of it. And... We're not just doing that. We're putting a drop ceiling in. We're insulating on top of the drop ceiling. We're going to have carpet in here. It's literally going to be a room that is insulated and heated and cooled and all that stuff. We're going to make sure that all of our equipment is on static frames so we're not pulling it down for every interview that we go on. We're just kind of hanging the equipment on top of it. But for you guys, what that matters is, one, we're going to be much happier recording because we're not freezing or sweating depending on what time of the year it is. But also, you get like some of these weird shadows like right here because we only have such limited equipment that we wanted to have in this studio because it's tough to break the stuff down all the time. But when we start building the ceiling, we're going to put drop lights in here. Um, It is going to illuminate the space so much more consistently, again, for you guys to be able to look at it 
and it be visually appealing for you. And then also hanging up acoustic um, tiles and everything like that so some of the reverb and the echo doesn't come through the audio. So a lot happening. Yeah, and then with the new feature walls to show depth, we're probably going to paint mm-hmm. just because we're super anal, but there's going to be stuff up on the walls. It's it's going to be a legitimate space slash studio. Um, we're going full Joe Rogan, baby. Right. But we're yeah. going to make the walls like circular. It's going to be an airship. It's going to be red. No, I'm just I'm kidding. so glad he renovated. Yeah, no. But anyways. Um, but we're not going to put like some weird ass blue neon light behind me and then I'm going to be only wear blue. Right. <laughs> right. Obnoxious. So once that's done, um, we can all celebrate together, friends, because that's going to be a huge milestone for us. Outside of that, we have a lot of things in the works. Um, we talked about our whiskey collaboration with Three Quart Bourbon. That's um, may or may not have been impacted by COVID. So we're dealing with that. No issues. It'll still exist. It'll be on shelves. So chill out. Um, and then, yeah, we have we have meetings um, at the end of this week. We're doing another. I'm going to word it so that we don't get castrated by our women. Um, but we don't see them. Right. So when the week occurs and we do our monthly post of what small business do you want on our show, we book those around our full-time jobs, which means our day doesn't stop at all from the time we wake up to the time we go to bed and then we don't see our significant others. So when we have an opportunity to bring the the Buffalo Happy Hour housewives with us to do things, we do. Um, for two reasons. One, it... I don't I mean it's it's nice to see them first of all um but I also think it kind of humanizes us so we're not just like podcast robots and then it's like oh you're still here right. like this is exciting and for them it's <laughs> you're like you're putting up with me <laughs> yeah yeah and then for them it's like my man's doing his thing running his business and we're like we're doing it and then you know we're not right. so that's fine but it all kind of works out and comes together. So this, at the end of the week, we're doing a uh, basically a, a double date mm-hmm. to just hang out, the four of us. Again, so I'm excited for that. Go out to dinner and relax. So that'll be fun. Yeah. But. So speaking on the three-chord stuff, we talked about it being available at the end of June. June, yeah. Uh, we originally had it planned out to be ready at the June 30th to be picked up by the public. Unfortunately, the way that COVID impacted Three Chord is that some of their, like, they ran, basically ran out of blended product that was ready to be bottled at that specific time. Now, that doesn't mean that we have to wait another three years in order for product to be ready because that's not how distilleries work. They have it able to be released on a consecutive basis. That way they can always have product. But the batch of whiskey that we wanted to have ready by June 30th is basically all out and not enough to make our stuff. So we're pushing it two or three months back. Mm-hmm. We're hoping to have it ready to be bottled in July or August timeframe, which then it would probably hit the shelves around October, November, the OND months, October, November, maybe December, if, it, if we want to push it to holiday season. But uh, it, it is a little bit delayed, but it is coming. I mean, we basically bought it already. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not like we're not doing it. It's just delayed a little bit. So no worries. It's all stay good. with us. But in the meantime, we have this. We sure do. And we need to talk about this. This is glorious. And all things this. So Devil's River Whiskey reached out. We are very appreciative of the collaborations that we do with them. Um, They're just awesome to work with, and they're super nice people. 
So they sent us this box surrounded by packing peanuts, and it was amazing. Uh, we posted a video of it to our Instagram, so if you have not seen that, go check that out on Buffalo Happy Hour 12 on Instagram. Yes, the number 12, one, two. Um, so this is the Devil's River Distillers Select Straight Bourbon Whiskey, and it is 100% Texas Mash Bill limited selection. So it comes in this beautiful box. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really see things like this packaging-wise in regards to bourbon um, to this extent. Especially at this price point, bro. Yeah. So Do you know what the price is? We'll talk about it in a minute. So we're going to show you the bottle. Um, so this, the top pops off, which is sweet. Then you pull this out, and the label basically punches you in the face and is like, yes, this is prestigious. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're privileged enough to hold it and enjoy every single ounce because it's limited. Um, so we have batch one, bottle 5869. <laughs> It is 120 proof, and we have 750 milliliters of it, of course, to enjoy. So it's aged in Texas a minimum of two years, and we have to sin responsibly. Mm-hmm. Which I normally do anyway. That's right. So let's uh, let's dive into it, dude. So Devil's River Distiller Select 120 proof. What do you think this MSRP is for? Like don't don't think of no, Devil's River could, product because know, you know they're. Their I know, product. but but you could easily sell this for over sixty dollars a bottle. Yeah, this is just at fifty nine ninety nine. Okay, I was gonna say if this isn't sixty for Devil's River, I'm gonna get really mad. Yeah. Okay. Which is a bargain. Yes. For what this bougie of a packaging. Yeah. You don't yet, like you said, you don't get bourbon in packaging, which I never got. I love collecting packaging. I mean, you do, but it's like Blanton's. Yeah. Or like. Pappy or E.H. Taylor or all that stuff. Stag sometimes, depending on what it is. But yeah, I mean, there's. it's rare at $60 to get this. Mm -hmm. Put it that way. It's stunning. So we've talked about Devil's River and the products that they offer a quadrillion times by now because we love their products. If you don't know that we love their products, I don't know what to tell you. But we're not going to go into the history of the Devil's River company. Go back and watch all the other episodes that we've done. We've even done a comparison between three of their products before. So go back and check that out if you're interested. But some information around this, it says it is crafted from hand-selected bourbon barrels and made with 100% Texas grain sourced from a co-op of Texas farmers. Devil's River Distiller Select is a grain-to-glass Texas straight bourbon. Distillers Select is distilled and aged in the hot Texas climate for over two years in new number four charred American oak barrels. The Texas heat naturally accelerates the aging process, making it the perfect location for our rickhouse. As the whiskey expands deeper into the oak staves, our bourbon developed its dark color and complex flavor. Once our distiller determines our whiskey is ready to bottle, Distiller Select is then brought to its final 120 proof by marrying the bourbon with spring water from the Devil's River region, resulting in a well-balanced, high-proof bourbon. Aged in the Texas heat for over three years, Devil's River Distiller Select expands deep into the oak staves, giving our barrel or our bourbon a rich amber color and complex flavor before it's brought down to 120. I'm excited for this. Pour it. Enjoy that full experience of opening everything and pouring it so for those that also don't know um if you're new to our channel derek and i are 
certified bourbon stewards through the Stave and Thieve Society. And once we got certified, we actually had a few listeners reach out, ask how to do it, what the process is like, and they purchased um, the initial book to start the process. So in that, have you, poor bro. So in that... Gotta stay warm, bro. Um, for the exam to get certified, which I've taken a lot of tests in my life, but that one, first of all, meant a lot and then was very nerve-wracking because I just wanted to absolutely crush it. So we used Devil's River for the flight that we had to build for our final exam. Um, so again, Devil's River, thank you for making products that are unbelievably priced and taste un- unbelievable. In the first place, mm-hmm. because it allowed us to use you guys even more for our exam. I like how all of their product is very consistent, but as you go up in price, you obviously get a better product. I shouldn't say obviously, because some places when they get into a more like distiller select or limited quantity, sometimes it doesn't taste as good. Maybe because they're just trying to push stuff out. I don't really know, but sometimes it doesn't taste as good. Devil's River, as soon as you continue to go up in those proof points, like proof points and price points, like starting with their straight bourbon, their uh, small batch, it is so calming at a 90 proof, high corn, very sweet, but enjoyable. And then you go up to the uh, barrel strength, and it's a little bit more deeper. It, it You can taste more complex flavors. And then you go to the single barrel that we had. Again, you just keep getting more and more into this very deep, dynamic flavor that is just an accelerated version of that original small batch. And then you get to this. And it's just like... It's the catalyst it's of everything. perfect. Yeah. There's... Obviously, we're going to do a full rating. But what I will say up front, there's four tasting notes that essentially make up the initial taste, the ending note, and everything about it. Mm-hmm. And they're magnified almost to their purity and like their finest form so that when you sip this, you're not overwhelmed by too many things to pick out. Mm-hmm. It's like, here are your four tasting notes and aromas. Enjoy them. And then it's consistent the entire way throughout. And at 120 proof, I understand the power of Devil's River, like the physical river, but this is just soft. Yeah. It's soft for 120 proof, and it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. And it just stops. Yeah. We'll get into it because I don't want to. I mean, we should. We're already here. I'm just yeah, juiced. We might as dude. well. I mean, then we can just fill out the rest of the episode with nonsense like we normally do. Nonsense. No structure. All right. So we we had it neat. Let's do a drop. For the cocktail section, you got one? I was going to say a drop of water. Oh, However, you can also do a, a Do you have a cocktail? Drop no. a beef for the cocktail section, and then we'll do our two. Go ahead. <laughs> Cocktails. It wasn't just the sound. It was the hand motion. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if you're brushing little, your teeth or if you're somewhere else. Nah, dude, it's a little UFO. Okay. The government said it's real, bro. Got to have UFOs now in every single podcast. Again, by definition, it's an unidentified flying object. So, of course, it's real. It doesn't mean it's aliens. 
nailed it. All right, so <laughs> what is your cocktail? Eat. Okay, my cocktail is drop of water. There you go. Crushed it. Crushed it and nailed so, it. So the Thank reason everybody seal. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're gonna love these cocktail so, suggestions. The reason being is we um, first of all, every again, if you're new, every Tuesday, Thursday we post on Instagram and Facebook a cocktail section recommendation post. It's its own post. Um, Regardless if we suggest a cocktail in the episode, we still post one. Correct. So with that, okay, chair, give me a what are you doing? I'm trying. Are you okay. on rollerblades over there? What? Scooting around the ring? Here's what's happening. Cocktail <laughs> section pause. What's happening is the carpet is not center with the table. So you have more carpet on that side than I do on this side. So the front wheels of my chair butt up against the end of the carpet. Uh, okay. So I got to like get them over the hump, you know? And then I'm on the carpet with the front side, but my back side is still just kind of hanging. So are you rolling back or no? No, I'm not rolling. Oh. But it's just something. So if I'm not fully on the carpet, then my chair is like, I can't get close enough to the mic. Wait till we get real carpets, bro. Well, we're going to be in here in socks. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Carpets are real expensive. Area rugs are a monopoly. But you put, I, I know, area rugs. We won't do area rugs, though. My dad has, he just read at his basement. Yeah. And he did like a the, like a padding on the floor. Yeah. And then just did two by two tile carpets. So we can just do those. It doesn't have to be anything magnificent, just comfy enough for us to for us to walk on, which is the carpet padding. Yeah. But we're not going to go to. I don't. I don't even know who sells rugs. Who does rugs? Rugs.com. There's there's a lot of places to get rugs. But we'll they talk do about area it. Rugs. We'll talk about we'll talk about it after. Hold on. We got to stay on topic. <laughs> we don't even have structure, and we can't even stay on structure when we're supposed to. We're disasters. Okay. So it was my ring. No, I, I kicked this too. Perfect. <laughs> Good. You're, you're like three sips in. Didn't even beep. What are you doing? Can you tone it down? No, dude. I like this so much. I'll just... <laughs> Perfect. Great. First beep, second beep. Yeah. Mega fans going to be like 15 minutes, 60 minutes. <laughs> okay. So, cocktail section. Yours was neat. Mine was with a drop of water. Throw me that dropper because I want to experience how this opens with the dash of water. If you're not used to 120 proof and you wanted to throw in an ice cube that melts unbelievably slowly, like the large square cubes or a circle cube, we don't discriminate, then uh, have at her. You were just going to put it in your water glass. That would have been funny. Pitter patter, let's get at her. <laughs> All right, I did two drops, nice and slow. Just going to let it sit for a second. So what the water helps do is separate the flavors from the whiskey from the actual whiskey. Water is what? Oil sits on top of water. Bears beat Battlestar Galactica. (laughs) Oil sits on top of water. So when you do this, all the oiled flavors come to the top for a brief second. You're not supposed to swirl it after you put the water in. Good job, Mike. I'm not swirling. Um, I'm slowly rotating. (laughs) What I'm I'm looking at the legs. Looking at all the legs. Made it softer. I love their products. Mm-hmm. And it's got the right amount of burn. What I like about their products is that it's not super, super like overwhelming with all these different types of flavor. But the flavors that are there are so pronounced. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They gave you four. And you're mm-hmm. like, this is them at their purest form in whiskey. Enjoy it. Well, bourbon, but mm-hmm. here you go. So, let's rate this. Let's no. do it. 
one of these days I'm pulling out a Nerf thing and hitting you with a Nerf projectile. A Nerf gun? I, the G word. It's scary. As I'm <laughs> wearing AI. Yeah, as I'm wearing a black rifle coffee hat backwards. Yeah, okay, so label branding. C minus. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> this is beautiful. I was going to give it a G for grade. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I think that... I agree, I agree, I agree. I agree, I agree, I agree. This should most likely beat our highest label branding grade and or match our highest grades that we provide. So what it A plus plus check mark plus plus check mark is that our highest? Something like that, yeah. yeah. All right, I'm down. I agree, I agree, I agree. I agree, I agree. It's in our Google spreadsheet. <clears throat> sure is. Nose. Well, then, if you don't watch on YouTube, you miss so many things. <laughs> please watch our episodes on YouTube. But also, please keep supporting the podcast platforms. They're doing pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> they are, dude. They're doing really good. You went to college. You know, they're doing really well. Sorry. There you go. I went to Harvard. It's pronounced Harvard. <laughs> Nose. Giving this an A plus plus. What are you getting? Oak, honey, baking spice. I'm getting a little c- cinnamon or or um, brown sugar. The brown sugar, I understand. It's second. I'm, w- I'm with you on that. It yeah. It's if I had to rank them in tiers. It's it's a lower tier. It's mm-hmm. it's a subtle yeah. kind of and outlier that kind of flies in there. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. All right. So a plus plus. You said yeah. Yeah. Okay. Initial taste. Yeah. Oak, honey, vanilla, baking spice. Those are the four that I get. They they essentially take, hey, okay, in other states, because they're in Texas, you get a couple main tasting notes essentially across the board. And it's those four. Depending on the mash bill, you can potentially get more baking spice or like the pepper mm-hmm. if, if it's a higher rye. Um, and then you'll pick up, you know, like the sweeter tasting notes if it's if it's more wheat. But with this, I feel like they took the the standard four from across the board and made them the best version of themselves and then put it in a glass and said, enjoy it at 120 proof. This, to me, is so interesting. So <clears throat> I feel like it's it's the leveled up version of the small batch. Yeah. It smells like the small batch. Yeah. But it's obviously it's hotter. Mm-hmm. However... They just, fo- they, I, it's just a very dialed in, focused version of the small batch. And they're like, this is what we want our product to always taste like, but yeah. we can't necessarily always get it there. What I like about this specific product is that they got so much of the barrel, the barrel characteristics into this bottle for yeah. only being in there for two years. There, there's a lot that goes into it with the climate and how quickly it evaporates because Texas is mad hot and humid. Well, minimum two. Yeah. Three years. Uh, well, the thing says two on, the, okay. on their website. I thought it was three of my bad. Um, well, either way. So for getting that type of – like I'm, take, I'm tasting fresh oak 
Oh, yeah, like, no doubt. Literally that I am gnawing on a stave from the barrel. We're That's in, what this tastes like. We're in batch one, and we're gnawing on it. Yeah, we're, absolutely. It, we're in there. And that also has to do with when you distill whiskey, it has to come out of the barrel, or it has to go into the barrel at no more than 125 proof. So when you start getting some of that evaporation, it goes up, but they only cut it down to 120. So this isn't watered down with a ton of water at all. This is like basically at the purest form. I'm pretty sure the small, the single barrel was 128. It was hotter than this. Correct. But they, they water this down to that perfect point where you're getting some of those crazy characteristics of that high charred oak barrel. That's what I'm getting. Like if you burnt like a piece of wood and some of that char get in your mouth, that's what this tastes like. It's beautiful. I'm verifying the proof point on this. Oh, goodness. Single barrel? Yeah, but I put in small batch because my mind is fried from work. Well, you took a picture of it and put it on our Instagram, so it'll be on there. But I'm pretty sure it was 128 or something like that. It was it was hotter than 125 because we had to justify or explain why because of evaporation. So it, it was hotter than that. Or maybe it was 126.5, something like that. But either way, they cut this down with a little bit of water but not too much. And the water coming from Devil's River is fantastic anyway and adds a little bit of that like minerality to it too, which you kind of get on the back end once it dissipates. But man, this is such a, such a deep flavor for such a young whiskey. I love it. I'm trying to see if I can see one. No. 64. No, it's not one sixty four. No, no, no. 64% goofball. Oh, so 128, yeah. It's on the... uh... Yeah, we have barrel 54, 199. It's tough to see, but it's 64%. Yeah, so 128 proof that one was. This is 120. On the left-hand side, you can see that, so 128 proof. I should remember that because my my number's 28, Mm -hmm. but no big deal. So... Devil's River, thank you for sending this. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. We're um, still on the initial taste, bro. So let's get to this. So on the initial taste, it's we all... We are? Yeah. It's still like so much like high... Like if you took a stave and licked it, that's what you're getting. I don't want to lick it. I want to I I bite it. Okay. Well, then you can bite it, Mike. I'll lick it. We'll compare notes. Ending note. Well, we got to rate it, bro. What are you doing? Are you, are you new here? Can I, I don't know. It's only... What is it? Episode eighty three. Eighty three. All right. So, initial taste A plus plus. Yeah, I like this yeah, a lot. It's I very deep. It's very complex, but or not complex. It's very deep and it's very simple. But it highlights those main characteristics yep. that you're looking for in a yep. bourbon. Yep, yep. And it's even more impressive because it's so young. Ending note. What are you getting for the ending note? Baking spice. And then you get a little bit of the oil on the back end, but it's in regards to a taste. It's the baking spice, but you do get like the. The back end of the honey, and then the back end of the vanilla, that kind of, it basically prepares your esophagus in the back of your throat for the proof point of 120 without actually burning you. It's like a protective layer that covers your throat because it stops at the back of your throat. Your chest gets warm, but not in like the bad sense. Your chest gets warm because you're having the alpha male's bourbon. Mm -hmm. So if you're not ready for that because you're a beta then walk along, all right? Because you're not welcome. So I feel like you get the honey, 
and the vanilla to coat it. You're tasting baking spice, and then you get the warmth and that fire from the chest up, mm-hmm. and then that's it. I mean, there's it doesn't <clears throat> sit wrong in your stomach. No. It's super smooth. I just... This is... This is it. All the flavors stay in your mouth. Yes. You get like a little bit of a minerality, like mineral flavor going down from the water. Um, it's, I, I can't pinpoint it because I'm not frequently drinking Texas water, but you can taste some sort of All like, right. yeah, I don't, I don't really travel there much, but you can taste a little bit of like minerals at the end. Uh-huh. And then the final, the ending note stays forever. All the flavors stay in your mouth, and it just stays. It feels like you have a layer of bourbon on coating your entire mouth. Yeah. Like, it feels protected. I don't understand how. I don't either. But, yes, I agree with you. I agree. I agree. No, I, just agree. Keep, I agree. I agree. I agree. It keeps making me salivate. Yeah. A++. A++. All right. Final rating. You ready for this? I don't know if I am. <clears throat> Let's get one more sip in here. Do we have to do the, the disclaimer thing? Because they sent us? Cool bills. Well, now we do. You just said it. All right. All right. We'll talk talk about it after. So this is a thousand percent getting deleted. I Correct. love it. All right. No, it's not. We keep it all in. All in. Uh, all right. Ready? Final rating. Give me that countdown. Three, two, one. 93. 94. That's a high one based off of our new rating structure. I agree, I agree, I agree. I agree, I agree, I agree. This is a very well-rounded bourbon that is very deep in the traditional bourbon tasting notes that you would want. Yeah. And it's a very young bourbon at a very low price yes. for what they could get for this. Yeah. So who has this? That's the other question. I don't even know who has this. They sell it on their website now, but I'm pretty sure you can only get it through Drizzly on their website. So they don't give you a list of stores. Okay. And they sent it to us. So I we didn't pick this up from Addie's or anything like that. We They sent it to us and said, you guys want to try it? We're like, yeah, sure. Absolutely we do. So Mike and I do get some bottles from these places. And to be completely upfront with you guys, we want to let you know that we get it from them. Now... That doesn't impact the rating at all. During these exchanges, we don't have any type of agreement with them to say, you at least get this type of score. That doesn't happen. If we don't like their product, we're never going to say 54 because that's just not – bad whiskey is still good whiskey. Like, you don't have a bad bottle of whiskey. I'm, there's there's some stretch options. Sure. But giving it below a f- – 65. I, I wouldn't give it below a 65. Yeah. Because then that's failing. And I don't think that whiskey ever fails. You can have some questionable ones. Like the, the mint whiskey. Like that just Correct. sounds gross. I Correct. Mean, I, I shouldn't re- like really kill it until I try it. But not a fan. I don't like flavored stuff. But anyway, so just so you guys know, like our ethics is that they can send us bottles, but they don't have anything in return. Like we're not going to tell up their rating just because they sent it to us. That's not who we are. That's not how we function. We want to give a real rating for you guys because we know that not many people know about whiskey, and it wouldn't be fair to you if we rated everything that they that was sent to us very high. That doesn't help you guys at all. So we're real when it comes to this stuff. And you and I have been upfront from the beginning. Devil's River products consistently produce amazing products, and if you don't have a bottle of Devil's River in your house, you need to go get one. I agree, I agree, I agree. I agree, I agree, I agree. Cheers, Devil's River. Thank yes, you. Thank you very much.
So, Michael. Here we go. Now you're going to ask some off-the-wall question <laughs> out of absolutely nowhere, and then you're just going to stare at me and just be like, respond. Respond. We can't have that air on a podcast. Respond. Go ahead. Go ahead. What What did you listen to randomly, and now you want to ask me my opinions and thoughts? Well, if you, I wasn't even going to go down that route, but okay, if you want to get down what, that route... What were you going to do? There was a uh, doctor that was talking about her studies that she's done over the past 20 years about how chemicals in plastics actually reduce sperm counts and testosterone, and it's hurting generations' ability to procreate. So what else were you going to talk about? Cryptocurrency, which is actually nothing to do with anything that I've listened to. It's just a hot topic lately. What Are, are we going to the moon? I mean, you tell me. I'm not invested Why not? in anything. Why not? Because I don't want to give the federal government 40% of my return. So you don't want to make 60% just because you don't want to give the federal government 40? Yes. So do you ever like do scratch off tickets? I feel no I don't. I feel government should be one man at a desk. <laughs> There's Well that's no, true, I, but No, I don't. But that's flawed logic, bro. Like How is if it you're flawed? if you're smart, well you are smart, Michael. No, I'm just kidding. You are. If you're smart guy. and you invest properly into the stock market, you make money. So if you make $1,000, but you have to give the federal government 300 of it, you're still getting $700. So you're still making money. I'd also rather just work and then make $1,000. But I work, and then I'm also in the stock market. Losing 40%. Yeah. I'm not losing it. I'm making 70%. How often do you sell? I don't sell. I have fucking golden hands, man. See? I, s- I sell every day. <laughs> but no, I... <clears throat> I wake up in the morning and I close my dresser drawer to start the day off right. Always be closing. But no, I just, there's, for me, I don't want to put myself through the stress. I consider the, the, the stock trade options game like I do fantasy football. I can't do it. I, there's, there's so much anxiety in yeah. that where I'm just constantly staring at the numbers and looking at the graph and just like, going to the moon. It's like, I, no. I work too hard to just... Wake up one day and lose five grand. Well, then don't put five grand in. What? What do you so expect? Like these, if these... I'm up five grand and I only put in forty bucks, but then all of a sudden I wake up and it plummets. I lost all of that plus my forty. So you only technically lost forty. I don't see it that way though, because I already made the five and I was too well, dumb to sell out. and pull out. But you know, I just can't. The only time I pull out game is strong is when I go to the casino once every fifteen years. Or some other time that we're not going to talk about. But I just, I can't do it, man. I just can't do it. It's not for me. See, like, so the biggest cryptocurrency, obviously, is Bitcoin. Yeah, don't even get me started. It's, <clears throat> but if you bought in when it was young, which all of us knew about it back then, it's not like this was something that was secretive. But it can still crash and plummet and sure. not be here in three months. Absolutely. But and that's what scares people. But it's at sixty thousand dollars per coin right now. So if you bought in when it was a hundred dollars, you made fifty nine thousand dollars, dude. Sounds awesome. So But it's not the same as IBM. What do you mean? IBM is IBM. Apple is Apple. Yeah but they Microsoft can still do Microsoft. some stuff. Like plummet. Like how? Because Bill Gates said he sold 4,000 of his farming acres. I mean, there's a lot of people that can change the stock market. You saw what happened to GameStop, dude. People can get onto the stock market and just change stuff like crazy. That's a horrendous example. Why? Because it's 
a better example is Elon saying he's going to make Tesla go public and the whole stock market changes. That's an example. A one-off where the middle class dude basically talked about GameStop and then literally changed the market is a one in a million deal that won't happen again because the federal government's like, we can't have that. We can't lose money. (laughs) You know, only they can lose money, not us. But even like, so dog, dog coin, dodge coin, doge coin, whatever. Yeah. That is something that if you got in at the right time, you put $5 down and you own multiple thousands of coins. And then where it is now, even though it's like, 20 30 cents you've still made a couple thousand dollars for literally investing five dollars and that just doesn't interest you at all nope interest get it oh oh, god here it comes oh brother nailed it listen i would rather take the the extra money and just throw it in like an actual retirement account not play with it in the stock. It's it's. I don't gamble. You know this. You know I don't gamble. Too. Stock market isn't as much of a gamble though. Like oh, it's not. No, it's oh, not. Okay, so when we bombed Syria, what happened? What happened when coronavirus hit? Okay, but that's not a gamble, dude. And the stock market it is goes, a gamble. The stock market goes stock down market. and up. And correct. if you're smart and you invest in the correct companies that are pretty stable, it's an investment. Uh huh. I mean, it's until the entire world changes, but it's not going to change. I want my money under my mattress. Well, then do that. Is it under your mattress? I don't don't even use a bank because I don't trust the FDIC. Like to a point I do, but to also on the other side of the same coin, I don't. That's why I use a credit union because I want to have a I want to have a share in the facility that I'm putting my money into. You know that you're investing into that company the similar way that you would for a stock market, right? Because you have a share in this credit oh, union. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because the credit union is definitely going to do a Dogecoin. We can't even pronounce it correctly. Your federal credit union can plummet at any time. They could be a part of a cybersecurity attack that makes them go under, and then your share is worthless. But if you put, took that money and you invested it in Tesla. Which <laughs> brings us to our next point. When are we going to talk about China? China. China. When are we going to talk about them? <laughs> what do you mean? Are what we going to talk about how China's building roads in Africa because there's prime airspace in Africa? Are we going to talk about that? Are we going to talk about the, the military strategic moves that Russia and China are doing as we speak here at this table? Do you and I want... We can talk about it. I'm saying when are we going to talk about it as a nation? When are we going to focus on the southern border? When, Ever? When it's a concern of the current president. Oh, perfect. Well... <laughs> Wake up, Sleepy Joe, because there's some things we have to discuss. First of all, if we're using clouds and we're using Microsoft and all these other companies that are the running joke of our entire life, made in China. So every single souvenir that we give to somebody or any product we buy is made and bought and built with slave labor in China. When are we going to focus on that? Are we not going to talk about that? Are we not going to talk about how in 2018... I was literally learning about how to fight China when I was in the military. Are we just going to not talk about that? Are we, are we not going to focus on the real threats at hand about how how Russia has already worked on 88% of their nuclear program and we haven't even started yet for the year? Nothing? Like, absolute freedom of movement through all seas, all oceans, all land obstacles, and we're just sitting back worried about domestic affairs you have to be you have to do both. You have to focus on both things and right now we're only focusing on one and it's not okay specifically when your 
literally the leader of the free world, and there's more things at hand. And that goes for any president on either side of the aisle. So do you, you need to be strong in both <clears throat> domestic and foreign policies. And if the people that vote you into that office don't know what those policies are because they weren't asked about in debates because we were too worried about something else that's going to blow over, what are we doing? Right. That's my issue. Like, we're not focusing on the right things in regards to, yes, there's societal issues within the United States. However, there are people all over the world that have watched us the last 20 years in war and learned how we operate and how we react to things. Mm -hmm. And we're not acknowledging that at all. We fought the same, the same enemy for 20 years. You don't think they learned anything? Also, there's there's an actual equation that exists. For every terrorist we kill, we literally manufacture ten more. So think about that. If so, why do we kill terrorists then? Because you are literally trying to get a return on investment. Because war is not cheap. So if someone from a different country kills one of your family members in the name of war. You don't think you want to retaliate against the country that killed your family member? Sure, but yeah, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. If and you right, said so, from a security so standpoint, you kill one terrorist and 10 more generate, yeah. then why are we killing terrorists in the first place if 10 Wh more Which is why the biggest complaint from essentially everybody was pull out of the Middle East because you're not going to win a 3,000-plus-year-old holy war, and you're not going to win hearts and minds. You can't establish democracy there. It is like it's... It's a it's not a lost cause, but it's a lost cause. Yeah. Like you can only do so much. And I have a lot of I have friends that live in Afghanistan full time, working with the people, building them up, and now they just got the order that they are leaving on September eleventh. On Couldn't September eleventh. Don't even get me started on that. But it's and and there you go. Then it's like, sorry, we're leaving. You have no more help. We don't know what to tell you. Like what a slap in the face that is. Watch what's gonna happen in two years. Cause you already know what's gonna happen. Yeah. ISIS is gonna rise. And all of a sudden, they're going to see the Middle East is going to look at the United States and say, okay, what have we done in 20 years, and how can we further capitalize on what we've done? Same with China. If you don't think China has sleeper cells inside the U.S., you're out of your mind. Yeah, they're if, with Eric Swalwell right now. If you don't think that the Middle East has people inside the United States that are trying to do some other type of biological virus attack or some other 9-11 type attack, any terrorist attack in general, and you don't think they're already here, you're out of your mind. Our immigration policy is something that literally needs to be talked about, and it's not. So when you're talking about stuff like that, what is the requirement? And I honestly don't know. Shoot. So what is the requirement for the federal government to inform the people of the stuff that they're doing? So like you say that Sleepy Joe isn't doing anything, which I can 100% get behind because he's probably not doing anything. But the off chance that he does know a lot about this situation, the China and the Russia situation, what is the requirement of him notifying or telling the American people about this? Is there a possibility that he could know all this and just we don't know that he knows because it's top secret? In regards to a security clearance, sure. What needs to occur so that we know he knows is action, mm -hmm. and there's none. If the 45th president of the United States has more press conferences than the current president, that's an issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I've... He hasn't talked. He hasn't even acknowledged us as a nation. And he's our quote-unquote leader. So, like, do something. So, and I'm not saying just come on TV and be like, everything's okay, it'll be fine. It's speak. Like, oh, so Russia's a big deal, so he slaps sanctions on them. Okay, that kind of makes sense. Like, 
the Syrian dictator was gassing his own people in 2017, 2018. So we bombed Syria and wiped out their airfields and all their central infrastructure um, locations. Can we talk about China, though? And so like, there you go. Why haven't we done anything? With, even, like, President Trump didn't do much with China. He did, though. Like he, what? He did with sanctions. He sold them rice, first and foremost. And he pulled <laughs> a lot of manufacturing jobs out of China. But, like, I'm talking about the, the Muslim Uyghur issue. Like that wasn't talked about at all. No, it wasn't. But if you, I mean, you literally asked about like what we did against China, yeah. and the biggest, the biggest identifier of our actions against China to see if they worked or not was you looked at our economy versus theirs, mm-hmm. specifically stock markets. Since we already talked about stock markets, the Chinese economy tanked when forty five was in office because of the all the things yeah. that were going on. But no one understands that. They just see. Orange man bad, mean tweets, and I, again, you and I have openly discussed, he wasn't the greatest, but you knew damn well where he stood in regards to foreign policy, and this current president, throughout all the debates, we had no idea, so moving forward, my only complaint, or my only recommendation, it's not that the current president is atrocious, and I'm totally against him, and it's, you know, all this and all that, like, he does do good things, same with, same with 44, my, my thing is, Citizens need to remember history, first and foremost, and moving forward, we need to demand better candidates that are responsible leaders that can literally take very similar to what Dan Crenshaw talked about, where liberals come up with an idea, like progressive liberals come up with an idea, not classical liberals, and they're like, we should do this. And then conservatives say, okay, I acknowledge you. The far right says, shut your mouth, you shouldn't even speak. And then the conservatives and the classical liberals say, okay, this is what my side is proposing. And then the conservatives say, I acknowledge that. Let's develop a framework to then put that in place so it makes sense for everybody. For example, federal minimum wage. The far, far left, all the progressives are like minimum $15 an hour across the entire country. And then the conservatives say, okay, well, you know, economics come into play, but there's also supply and demand that come into play. And someone in Olean doesn't need as much money as someone in Buffalo, and someone in Buffalo doesn't need as much money as someone in New York City. So why don't we develop a minimum wage that is comparable for the region so that there's a livable wage, but we're also not infringing rights, we're not infringing on the national debt, we're not driving the debt to go up and we're not putting a tax burden on the American people that are already overtaxed to fund all these other programs. And then that way we can actually meet in the middle and compromise, which I know the crazy C word of compromise and essentially put something on the floor that fits both sides. We 100% lost that. And now we're playing politics from the very top all the way down to the local level. And it's in shambles. How did we let the far ends of our parties control us? That's where it comes. Because you can say that the far left controls the the media the and Hollywood. Party, and, yeah. But the far right also controls maybe not like the conservatives, but the aura in the like – like the conspiracy theories. Yeah, and, they control yeah. the whole perception of the conservative party. So how yeah. did we get to this point? I'm asking you like you're a political commentator, but... Right. I Yeah, I don't know. Probably because we let them have the stage for far too long. You would never said shut your mouth or out of your mind. And we lost our spine in regards to just telling somebody, 
you're forgetting this and you're forgetting this. And it was one of the other. Do you remember when 44, how did he phrase it? He basically said the Constitution is not, it doesn't yield the same power as it did. It's essentially a historical document. And I'm like, you really can't do that. Like, there's a reason why we've survived 245 years with basically no issues Mm -hmm. in regards to domestic policies. Like, we weren't always the nice guys, right? Right. But you can't take founding documents and say that it's an historical document, and now we're hearing that no amendment is absolute. So what about the 13th Amendment? Are we going to re-enslave people because... No amendments absolute. Right. That's ridiculous. And the first people that literally put into place, hey, we should free people, were Republicans. The first people to say we should have free speech was the Democrats. Mm-hmm. So, like, these liberal values are, I mean, the party switched. And it blows my mind that someone who's 50 to 62 years old doesn't realize that. The party switched. Mm-hmm. Like, the conservatives now were liberals back in the day. And... Now we just have progressive liberals, classical liberals, conservatives, and then the alt-right. And, like, that's it. Like, that's we essentially have four parties and two parties, and it's a disaster. Like, there's no compromise. There's barely any communication. And we're now listening to Russia build up their new program. They're mobilizing in the Donbass. You know, it's a military exercise, and by May 1st, they're going to go away. Okay, yeah. Well, I'll believe that when you actually move the human beings and all your artillery and all of your air force out of that Donbass, Mr. Putin. And then you have people now saying, we don't need to spend billions on nuke programs. Oh, really? So we don't need to spend billions on our own nuke program, but we have to send billions to the Middle East for gender programs? Like, this is so ass-backwards. There is no... Nothing is America first anymore, in my opinion. Almost nothing. Do you think, though, that one president can make a difference? So, like, yeah. there, there's a lot of speculation that Crenshaw is... The, or not Crenshaw. Um, DeSantis is the front-runner for the Republican Party coming 2024. I don't know. Do you really think that this could... This perception can be switched in four years... Or in eight years? One president term. Because Trump was an anomaly. It, he, it needs most to. presidents will win a second term unless Biden's health declines and they just don't like Kamala Harris. Which, which it's declining it, every day. Right. But. So it's a possibility. But in general, presidents are normally always elected a second term. And Trump probably would have been if this though coronavirus didn't come. But do you think that one president's term or two terms can actually change the overall perception of the country. I think so. The issue that we're running into now is executive powers, and they literally just rewrite or just throw out executive orders from the previous administration. And that's one of the largest issues that we're running into now, specifically in regards to immigration, because some of the policies that were enacted are still being followed, even though Biden was so against everything Trump did. Mm-hmm. He's still using some of Trump's policies because at the end of the day, they worked. And now you have states like Arizona who came out and declared a state of emergency because of the border crisis on their own border. And they're like, we have an issue. And then the governor of Arizona slamming President Biden for not doing anything about it because he's not doing anything about it. He's not even acknowledging it. And the press secretary is a dumpster fire. So, you know, it's not even about the circle back. It's there's no there's no actual answer. It's just her standing there and then 
shifting through the waves that are bombarding her because she has reporters on both sides of the aisle that are like, it's now time to answer a question. Mm -hmm. And by the way, we kind of all want to see the president now. Why hasn't he shown up to do anything? Like he's not talking to us. There's no presence. There's no leadership. There's it's just silent. And then you have Kamala Harris traveling the world doing things that the president should be doing, but he can't because we don't know why. Because he's not saying anything. Is it because of his health? Is it because he says, oh, you know the thing? Like, why, what is happening? Like, the people deserve better from both sides of the aisle, and we're not getting it. And I'm so over it. So over it. But how do we come out of this? We need to, who's ever next, first of all, needs to want to be there. Not just for power, but for the people, first and foremost. And then secondly, they can't just use executive orders to be president, like what Biden said during the debates, and then just totally flipped what else is new to when he was actually elected into office, and then signed like 40 in a week, because that's not right either. So, yeah, Didn't someone, Trump have like the lowest number of executive powers in the first yeah. couple years of his term, because he just didn't overrule anything, he just created new stuff? Yeah, but we're not, you know, we can't talk about that. So... You know, we can't talk about good things. So that I feel that's what needs to happen. We need someone to just rise up from the middle class, come into power, not forget where they came from, stay level-headed. How old? I would say 35 to 45 range in prior military experience. Because if you're the commander-in-chief, you should probably have served in the United States military. My also... Like, the other thing is... If we're going to go radical, we should have military service mandatory for two years or some type of service mandatory for two years if you want to compromise because we got to play politics. Like, join the Peace Corps, travel the world, and realize how awful the world is, and then come back, and then you're like, wow, okay, our grass actually grows. Mm -hmm. Like, that's nice. You know, we have creamer options in Wegmans. We have a Wegmans. You know, like, we have running water every time we turn the sink on. Our lights work. You know, our roof doesn't leak. We have a roof. Mm -hmm. Like... All of those things, that needs to be, we need to, the sense of entitlement needs to go away. I'm on a rant, so turn this thing around, but I'm, I'm juiced because I'm just so fired up about how our country forgot where we came from, and it just, for what? Yeah. Why? Like, we have the greatest country, we have the greatest land, we're protected on three sides from huge obstacles that many countries can't even navigate through. Relax! Shut up. Go to work and stop insensitizing unemployment. Lower it. You you want to be unemployed? Here's a piece of bread, two pieces of silver, and figure it out. You know? Like what we did during Viking times. <laughs> like, step up. Be an adult. Like, grab life by the by the horns and do something. I'm just so sick of just the the mediocrity and the betas and I'm just like dude shut up about soy go kill something and get a job criminy so dogecoin no I'm just kidding <laughs> we just, we're, I'm, we're just I'm making invested, full circle I'm investing tomorrow <laughs> no you're 100% right and I forgot what fast food place it was it might have been Sonic or Chick-fil-A or something like that which we're probably going to get canceled for imagining Chick-fil-A but yeah leave them alone that, they're closed on Sundays who cares <laughs> yeah they had a sign that said we offer unemployed or uh, government issued stimulus checks every other week, basically saying that if you come in, we'll pay you to work. Like it was just like a backwards way of saying, get off your ass, stop getting this <laughs> stupid stimulus check and come in and work. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, I mean, 
you're 100% right. You got me all fired up. I didn't even do anything. I just mentioned Dogecoin, and you're like, you know what? I hate China. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I didn't know we were going down this route today. I just, I, I just want people to realize that there, there are existing threats against the United States every single day, and you cannot negate the severity of that. And don't forget who protects you, and don't forget who you call when your life's in danger. And if you're not a sentinel, and if you're not a sheepdog then you have to understand that there are people that are that and they're willing to do things for you just to protect the Constitution and our way of life. Period. Go Bills. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Yeah, you really I, grinded my gears. I I'm literally didn't home, do anything. I'm driving home white knuckle in my steering Not wheel. Not once did I mention China or Russia at all. You just kind of brought that on yourself. I think it was to get out of the cryptocurrency discussion because you knew that I was right. But uh, everybody, thank you very much for tuning in today. Uh, if you stuck all the way to the end, God bless your soul because I didn't stick all the way to the end at this point. <laughs> but yes, thank you all for tuning in. We are the Buffalo Happy Hour Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure you like this video. Leave a comment down below. Let us know what your favorite part of today's episode was because there's got to be a couple. And also let us know what business you would like us to feature. We have a lot coming up. This past friday we had an interview release with rise fitness studio right uh rise fitness studio so that is exciting and then next week we have the uh experience your chef which are two great businesses uh one's out in hamburg one's in colden just great people and that's what we like to focus on here we we talk and we vent during the regular episodes because this is where mike and i can actually talk about this type uh, this type of stuff but it ultimately comes down to helping these small businesses so if that's something you're interested in please make sure you subscribe follow our instagram we are at the buffalo happy hour 12 and follow our facebook we're at the buffalo happy hour we have a ton of things in the works so stick around for posts about our studio update stick around for posts about our three chord partnership with this uh, whiskey that we're making and just come there for a good time and to get your mind off of all this politics stuff because it is stressful for everybody you do need to know the facts but get away and drink some whiskey and go pick up a bottle of devil's river praise hail praise dale praise dale <laughs> all right please remember everybody drink responsibly be a good person and michael do not litter we're out Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.